Today's verse is Romans 14.23. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats, because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. All right, this is the last verse in chapter 14. Uh, we've been, and this also concludes the the section that my ESV study Bible marks, do not cause another to stumble. So Paul is ending this section on um, on stumbling by saying that whoever has doubts is condemned um, if he eats, because eating is not from faith, for whatever does uh, not proceed from faith is sin. Um, another way of saying that is if... If, if people are doing things feeling like they are sinning, then that is themselves sinning. The most important thing is what you feel inside. And so if you're doubting what you're doing is in Jesus, um, then what, what you're doing is not in Jesus. What you're doing is something separate from, from Jesus because the most important thing is whatever is in your mind. The most important thing is not the you know technical, you know whether you're obeying the food laws. The most important thing is what is your relationship with Jesus looking like? Are you being obedient to him? Because if you feel like you're being disobedient, then you're actually being disobedient. This is not like a, Jesus is not like a technicality type type of, type of guy. He wants what's in your heart. And if your heart is disconnected from him, then there's no technicality that can fix that. What you're, what's most important is your heart. And Paul is saying this because he wants us to think about others. He doesn't necessarily want us in, in this verse that you, you can think about yourself. You can think about your own doubt, but what he really wants to do is for you to think about others and their relationships with Jesus. And I'll tell you why. This verse talks about doubt. Whoever has doubts is condemned. Doubt is is really easy for humans. We are so we're like the best ever when it comes to doubt. You really can't find a uh, a species on earth that is that is better at doubting than than we are. We're just we're they're we're hardwired um, to be cynical. That's that. Actually, we're not hardwired to be cynical. Since the fall, we've become cynical. We've become doubters, and that's the consequence. Yes, you know, the consequences of of, of our fall. Um, there, here, I've got some verses that talk about doubt. So here, here are a few. So in Matthew 14, when Jesus walks on water, um, it, Peter is like, "Hey, God, I'd like to try that walk on water thing. Can I? Can I do that?" And he says, "Yeah, come on." And so. Uh, Peter goes and walks on water, and all of a sudden he saw the wind, and Peter was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out for Jesus to save him. And then in, in Matthew 14, 31, Jesus said, Jesus says, oh, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? In other words, you just saw me do this, and then you started to do it, and then you saw a little wind, and the wind spooked you. Why did you doubt? Um, when he doubted, he started to sink into the water. The doubt was what caused him to lose the special thing that made uh, made him like Jesus. Jesus didn't doubt, and Jesus was walking on water. And when Peter saw Jesus do, do it, and he did it, he couldn't help but that little bit of wind, just a little wind, caused him to doubt whether he whether Jesus was going to keep his word. Um, that Peter was um, Peter was a fallen person and was susceptible to doubt. Skip forward to, to Matthew chapter twenty one. Um, Jesus is hungry and he wants to eat a fig from a fig tree. 
and uh, and and he gets upset because he finds this fig tree and there's no there's no figs on it. So he he curses the tree. And when the and, and we know in Matthew twenty one twenty he says when the disciples saw it they marveled. They marveled. They was like, wow, how did you you just cursed a fig tree and it withered at once? And Jesus says to the at the once they've marveled, Jesus turns to them and goes, truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only you you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. But do not doubt. He says in verse 21, do not doubt. If you have faith and do not doubt, you'll be able to curse trees as well. He's telling them like that you're marveling at what I'm doing, but you can do this. These are things that, that I've given to you. These are these are powers that, that, that you yourself have. If you don't doubt, if you if you have faith. And then finally, we can't talk about doubt without talking about Thomas. So um, in John chapter 20, Jesus appears to the disciples, and then and Thomas wasn't there. So they, the disciples run and tell Thomas, hey, you wouldn't believe it. But Jesus, he, he, he came back. And uh, Thomas, is, uh, Th- Thomas says, unless I see, this is um, John 20, starting at verse 25, uh, unless I see in his hands the marks, the mark of the nails, and place my fingers into the mark of the nails and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Thomas doubted um, what his what his friends were, were telling him. He see Jesus perform all of these miracles. And even then he said, I am, I am, um, I, I'm not, I'm, I will never believe what you're telling me unless I see it for myself. And Jesus said, Jesus comes back and, and, and says, you know, here, here, here I am. Um, Jesus says at the end, have you, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And here's the here's the critical thing of, of, of this. A lot of people will just read that and stop. Let me read the next two verses in John chapter 20. This is starting at verses 30 and then, is that it? Yeah, 30 and 31. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. The the thing that precedes John telling us why he wrote his gospel is doubting Thomas. John wrote his gospel so that you wouldn't doubt because he wanted, because four people got together and they said, we're going to write about Jesus. We're going to write about Jesus to remove the doubt so that when people hear about Jesus from other people, they won't, um, they won't have to just hear about it and believe. They can read all of our accounts and take comfort that, that this is the truth, that this is four people all saying, I saw this, I saw this, um, and it's so that you can believe. That's the, whole, that's the whole purpose. But we have to be so thorough in doubting and in, in convincing people not to doubt because we're so good at doubting. We're really, really, really good at doubting. And so how, how does this fit in with Romans uh, 14.23? Whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats. Because other people are so good at doubting, don't be the reason they doubt. They're so good at doubting on their own, you don't need to add to those doubts. You don't need to add to the reasons that they are saying, I don't know if Jesus is going to help me with this. I don't know if Jesus is going to um, be able to 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 fix my, my my marriage or my health or whatever it is. Um, these are what people have doubts 
you don't need to add to their doubts. You don't need to cause someone to be more in doubt because really what you're doing is you're driving a wedge between them and, 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 and Jesus. Your job is to bring them closer. You're, bring, you're supposed to bring them closer. Don't be a stumbling block. Don't be a wedge between people and their, and their faith. Don't, because believe me, we're all very good at doubting without you know, any additional incentive to doubt. So um, that's, and that's how we cause uh, each other to grow closer with Jesus rather than to stumble in their faith. That's the end of Romans chapter 14. Believe it or not, we've got two more, uh, two more chapters coming. And um, chapter 16, we're going to have some fun with chapter 16. Chapter 16 is personal greetings and final instructions. And so we're going to do some like church history and stuff in chapter 16. It's going to be a little bit different. Um, but we've got, um, we've got just a few more verses of like, you know, meat and potatoes, Paul in, uh, in Romans. And that's coming over the next coming over the next few weeks. Uh, so if you want to buckle down and, and, and make this a, a daily thing, that's perfectly fine. If you don't want to, that's perfectly fine as well. Um, but I, for, for those of you who, who are listening, I'm uh, very appreciative of you and your encouragement of, of me. Uh, it means a lot. So thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for, um, thank you for being friends. Um, that's it for Romans chapter 14. Make sure you listen to our kickoff of Romans chapter 15 tomorrow. But thanks for listening to today's devotional. Y'all take care.